Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. Just in case um, some of you don't know what Namaste means, Namaste is like a, a word that say greeting. I'm sure you've seen people put uh, two, the two palms together and bow the head a little bit. That's what Namaste means. Is greeting. Today, I like to talk about money. Okay, I want to talk about whether money can help or can buy people suffering. Can money eliminate people suffering? For example, let's say if someone is in. Uh, some kind of mental stress, having some kind of issue. Would money help them to be happy? For example, now let's say um, you have a fight with your family or relative or something. Okay, you have a big fight, big argument and all that stuff. And during that, in the middle of the fight, let's say I come in and say, all right, everybody, hold on. Here, here I have $50,000. Boom. For you guys. Okay. $50,000. Let's be happy. Okay. What do you think? Do you think money will solve that problem and make everyone happy? I'm sure the answer is yes, and the answer there's no answer. Okay. So let's say I come in and I throw in, you know, 10 grand or 50 grand to break up this, this, uh, the, this fight or whatever. Here we go. So obviously, people all of a sudden. The mood changed just like that, right? They say, oh, wait, really? $50,000? Then they all become happy. They say, all right, okay. So we can, so some people can, all right, forget about it. Because now they have money and they can have, a, you know, good time and have um, a lot of stuff that they can buy and all that stuff, right? And they become happy. So... That's the importance of money, and money can help, can certainly help in this case. But, but if we look further, you can, you can tell that this is a temporary fix, right? Because money doesn't last forever, and Not many people do that by coming in into uh, a fight, into some kind of argument, and offer you money. But that was just a that was just an example to to let us to get us going in this talk in this conversation. So money does just help, and it depends on circumstances. It depends on what kind of uh, problem that people are having in life. Okay, so if people have financial hardship, so they have stress, they have this issue, of course money helps, right? It helps solve a lot of problems, a lot of uh, life's need, because when, as we all know, when we have life, we have, we have needs. We need the necessity to support life, to support the body. And that's why one of the things is, you know, when there's life, there is suffering. The suffering is that it's the support that we have to keep providing to, you know, to sustain life, to, to help this life going. So, yes, money does help in situations like that. And money does help, you know, let's say if you're sick and you don't have money to go to the doctor or things like that or get 
the medicine and your stress and all that, money does help. So money does have its important role in our everyday life. But it only goes it can only help to a certain point. Otherwise, um rich people would not have any problem at all. You know, some people would probably say, Okay, if I have five million dollars or I have ten million dollars, I will never have any more problem in life. That's a mistake. Because if that is the case, and you all know, a lot of rich people would not have problem. A lot of people who have a lot of money would not have problem. But look around. Look around the world. Look around the neighborhood. You see even kings and queens from the old day until now with all kinds of money and power. There's so many things going on behind the scene. There's so many breakups. There's so many issues. You see it on the news. You know, even with money, even with the power, there's always problem, and that is human suffering. We we can never have enough. So another word. Money can help to a certain point, but then the human mind comes back to the same uh, to the same play again you know after one thing it's another after one thing it's another because the human mind is always changing can never stay still and can never be satisfied we all know that so let's say a couple having a big fight okay and then they decide oh you know what break up or whatever okay even though I come in with 50,000 or whatever you know they they probably they probably happy for a little while you know go or go get their own separate way to have fun to have a drink to forget the, the time but they they still don't go along they still don't get along so and after that even after the money and the, the arguments still continue. Nothing changed. So money only helps, you know, um, temporarily. See, that's the thing that we, it is, and, and people really don't understand that. And because of that, a lot of people, when, when people misunderstand that, you know, money can buy them happiness, and they keep going and chasing after money, and that is what keep people uh, have building more stress instead. Because when when people think that money is everything, that money can buy them happiness, they keep chasing, right? They keep chasing more money and more money in order for them to get a, a bigger car, bigger bigger house, a bigger boat, and more fancy vacation and things like that, or keep up with the neighbors, you know, or with the relatives. Okay, they have this, they have that, they have big diamond jewelry, diamond ring, um, fancy furniture, and, you know, all that. So everyone is competing. I want that too. Or, you know, you see your friend with a nice uh, brand brand name shoe, okay, um, whatever the latest model or new computer, everything that come out new, okay, we got to do that. We have to get that in order to keep the mind happy. Okay, the new game coming out, the new TV coming out, the new device, the new, uh, the latest technology or whatever is coming out. So we got to keep, we got to keep changing, got to keep going after it, you know, to, you got to, so some people say you got to keep supporting the economy, right, by keep keep buying it, keep changing changing it, going after it, you know, Apple Watch, Apple, uh, whatever, you keep running after it because you think that's what where happiness is because 
That's where most people think when we have all those material stuff, it makes them happy. Go out there and to, uh, to gather more belonging, gather more, get more uh, experiences, you know, to excite the, the, the nervous system, you know, the, uh, to, that's, that's happiness, right? Go out drinking to, and, you know, they have to do that because they don't really understand what happiness is. So because of that, it becomes the habit of human that happiness is out there. Happiness is involved with money. So people keep chasing this. More money, more stuff to keep them happy. Okay, so right now with this society as, as we have today, especially in the developed country, look at like in the US or in, the, in Europe, in Australia, uh, Japan, Korea, all the you know, major developed countries with all kinds of materials that is abundant, is it's latest technologies but if you notice the rate of stress okay the rate of 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 stress in people is becoming higher and higher every day okay you will know you will see that behind the scene the people using stress medicine a lot okay there's a, a right now life coach okay is a new career because people are looking for guidance in the, in in their lives because they don't know what's going on they are living like in the lost world they have no clue what's going on in life so they need guidance okay even now high school students is allowed to take stress time off from school. Okay, can you believe that? Right now, it's down. It's getting down. It's getting bad to the level of teenagers. That teenagers right now are really stressful, and with because of high demand of uh, social demand from from peers, you know when when of course you know status and 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 brand name and all that is everything. When you go to school, you see your friend have all this latest gadget, have all this uh, latest shoe or whatever, you know. And it's the herd mentality that they're trying to keep up with each other or one up another, okay. And that is that's what brings stress to people's life without they knowing it that because of their chasing this material stuff that's what brings them stress and issue because many many times when things don't materialize when things don't happen the way they want there's problem right because desire when desire don't don't get what it wants. There's problem, right? So where problem happens? Problems happen in the family. Because when you go out there, you see things that you want. You see things that you want to compete, you want to show off. You don't want to be uh, called like as, as a, what, like a, uh, you you don't want to see you don't want to be seen as an inferior person, you want to be at least of you know of equal status with your friends with your peers, right? So you you try you try and you keep up and you try, and when you out when you go out there you show that you know you are with them. you are you 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 you're showing. It's, it's, it's like a show, right? We tend to be this and pretend to be that. 
but behind the scenes so when you come back home then you have financial issue you cannot afford things and you, or you try to get things and there's problem right there are people even resort to stealing you know even stealing it from their own family okay in order to satisfy their needs to satisfy their desire see this this is what's going on and is this gonna ever end it doesn't look like it because today as you all know technology is advancing faster and faster okay and the big brains they know psychology the big brains they know marketing the big company the big entrepreneur they know the 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 mental uh the mental process of ordinary people that's why they are billionaire because they know what how to influence the mass okay and they know how to market to the mass and they give it to the mass and they market it and the the the, the mass that is copying each other we just go as a herd you know after one gen uh, one latest model to the next one latest model to the next it's just compounding it never ends can you see where where the society is going see because of because of chasing pleasure so it doesn't matter how much money you have okay you're gonna see keep you, you you can never have enough you're gonna keep going after things and even though you have now let's let's say you happen to be born in a, to a rich family okay with millions of dollars money is not a problem you still have problem you still have issue so what is it right so it's not the money so money cannot buy you happiness and money cannot eliminate human suffering why is that that's see if you look if you compare the the so-called developed country okay i guess in today's society the word developed is geared toward technology and, and stuff like that that's what develop means you know the high tech thing and the un the, the undeveloped or the third world countries poor countries they underdevelop now they have different suffering but the suffering they have is let's say malnutrition right that's a physical suffering don't have enough food don't have enough medicine that's physical suffering that can also yeah, translate into mental suffering okay but the level of stress when it comes to because they don't have much money they don't have much material to chase after all the luxury stuff they don't have the, the level of, of of stress that I can see that we can see as people in the in the developed country have they have different issue yes that's for sure you know poverty and things like that but the level of stress is different you go to poor country let's say there's a lot of section in India um, Bangladesh Southeast Asia okay uh to the Kashmir or even or even the Middle East okay there are many or or Africa there are many, many spots that are very underdeveloped okay but the level of stress when it comes to you know chasing all of this stuff it's not it's the same 
And if you go and check, I don't think you find many of them on stress medicine. Okay, they have issue in their lives, of course, you know, poverty, not enough medicine, not enough food, and all that. But the level of mental stress is different. Okay, the, the mental, they don't, they don't use drugs like as much as developed countries do. Developed countries, the European countries, the U.S., Russia even, and, you know, some other developed countries like uh, Japan, Korea, okay, South Korea, I mean, a lot of these people are under stress and they use a lot of drugs, they use a lot of medicine, okay, in order to calm themselves down. In order to, in order for them to go to sleep. Why is that? Because of the stress level is very high, because of the desire of the of the needs of the ones is rampant. It's unbelievable, right? And so now you can understand that. Yeah, money can help, okay? But money is not the right vehicle or is not the right mean to a true, happy, peaceful life, okay? Because a true, happy, peaceful life is totally different from the lives that I have just described. A truly happy, peaceful life do not need that much material. Okay, so what is it that we need to concentrate on? See, suffering that we are talking about that I used to, I like to talk about because this is Buddha's teaching. Of course, Buddha teach about body and mind, right? So the suffering that we talk about is is the mental suffering, the suffering of the mind. Okay, so it's we are not talking about suffering of the body of the physical form. That will leave that to the doctors and specialists in medicine. So we're talking about mental suffering. So how do we suffer? Okay. Where is suffering? Where does suffering reside? Doesn't matter how much money you have. You are, you are a millionaire or a hundred millionaire, a thousandaire or a billionaire. Suffering happens in your head. Right? It's because what we think. It's because things does not happen the way we want. So where is suffering? It's in our head. When suffering is in our head, it doesn't matter where you where we go. You can be on a on a on a private jet to a private island. But when you have suffering in your head, you cannot separate yourself from that suffering because it's in your head. And you go and your head goes with you everywhere you go, right? You see, money cannot buy that. It doesn't matter how much money you have, money cannot buy that suffering out of your head. So, whether you are a rich person, or even though or you are a normal person, the mental suffering stay inside of you. You can go and try meditate. You can go. You can try to isolate yourself into the cave, 
away from people, from society, you can run. Doesn't matter where you go, and you know, you cannot hide. And yes, you cannot hide from your own head. So now you understand why the Buddha teach about the mind, right? Because we cannot run away from our own mind. When some when people can come to realize that that doesn't matter how much money they have, doesn't matter what it you know what it they have, they cannot they cannot they will can never will have a true peace of mind, a true happiness then they can realize that, okay, what is it that I can do? A lot of people cannot figure out that out. And most people cannot. Most people, people who never encounter Buddha's teaching will never find a way. Okay? So I commend you for, for you who have listened, at least have an idea that there is a way. There is an escape route from the mental suffering. At least you know that much. Okay? But the majority of the people, people who never encounter Buddha's teaching, will never find out an alternate way to escape suffering. Okay? And this is not going to change much. So that's one of the reasons that we have podcasts and we have people who try to explain to people, to, to, to let people know that there is a way, okay? There is a way that can lead a person, can lead you to a free mental uh, liberation to have a free a mental liberation from the bondage of the material world okay and the only way out of this chasing after material world happiness is to understand your own mind It's that simple. Now, the, the, the problem with that is a lot of people ignore that. Okay? Because they said a lot of people have this, what you call, uh, the ego minds always think, I don't need it. I already know. I already have knowledge. Okay? I... I already, I already know what I want to do. And oftentimes, so see, even during the Buddha's time, the Buddha can help some people, but there are many, many who never get to taste the Dharma because they did not think that the Dharma has any value. They never even bother to listen what the Buddha has to say. Okay, if they only listen, open their heart a little bit without any biased opinion. Okay, just listen a little bit, then they can get to know. Oh, maybe there is some value in the teaching. But unfortunately, people have been trained since birth into believing, into a habit of doing or, you know, of doing things that 
they said that they don't really can open their mind, can open their heart to anything new. The door is closed. It's like it's like they have they've been blindfolded and they cannot they cannot they can they cannot see through it. Especially, you know, into in society that is controlled, a controlled society and society that has power that use power on the on to to doctrinate the youth, to doctrinate their youth, their their people. Okay, and. The people grew up hearing all that, and after a number of years, they become numb. They cannot think. All they do is they what they call uh, a belief or a faith, which is a a not which is a form of lazy of of a. Uh, conscient laziness instead of finding out facts okay they just blindly believe blindly to listen to whatever and they just copy from people from tradition and copy from older generation and they just go with the flow without asking questions and because of that, they keep running on the same wheel. They have issue. They have biased opinion. They don't listen. They don't have open heart. They don't have open mind. They just think this is it. The way this is the way it is, and that's it. And when the mind is closed. The mind will run into each other. Imagine when you're blindfolded, okay? And another person is also blindfolded. Of course, you're going to bump into each other, okay? So, one region of the world is blindfolded to certain tradition, to certain belief. Another region also blindfolded to their own religion, to their own belief, to their own tradition, culture. Another region, there's several regions in the world. And guess what? All the blindfolded culture bump into each other. And what do we have? We have conflicts, right? Because everyone becomes habitual to what they used to, to what they've grown up with. Their door is closed. The door to the mind is closed. That is very unfortunate. Right. So, and when the door is closed, they do not understand what the mind, what their mind is doing to them. Okay, when the door is closed, they do not understand their own mind. They never bother to understand their very own mind. Buddha's teaching is the only teaching that teach about your own mind. Not about Buddha's mind, not about anyone else's mind, but it's about each and individual, each and every one of us, our own mind. Okay, because that's where suffering resides. 
That's where bias opinion reside. That's where me, me, me reside. All of that, that's where problem reside. You see? So, when you have a problem, okay, how is, how can money, how money is gonna help the, the suffering? Money cannot buy that, that suffering. Because it's some, something that is inside. Because suffering is a mental activity. It's something that you cannot touch. So, suffering is a form of negative energy that we create within ourselves. Money cannot buy that negative energy inside of us that we create for ourselves. The only way to cure, to resolve the problem is to understand the mind. It's the only way. Right? So, the topic that in this talk that I'm trying to relay is that about money. Can money eliminate suffering? Okay, can money eradicate the whole world suffering? If money can eradicate the world suffering, mental suffering, you know, government can just print the money or go back to the old day, eliminate the money and just, you know, everybody just have food to eat and all that and, you know, be happy. But it's not that. It's because of the discontent within the mental activity. It's the something that the mind is not, when the mind is not satisfied, that's where suffering arises. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, friends, mental suffering can only be cured by understanding what it is. You already know money. The more money you have, the more money, the more problem you have. That's one of the songs that I heard on the radio the other day. Yeah. So, when it comes to that, and to solve the issue, to solve the mental problem, to solve the suffering, you need to understand the mind, right? And that's what I've been covered in previous episode. Many of the episode covered is all about the mind. Understand what is this mind. How does the mind work? And yes, I admit that it's not easy, but it's not impossible. It does take endurance. It does take perseverance. It does take patience to understand your own mind. But once you understand your mental activities, you understand that, then one day the light bulb will go, you said, aha, I get it. And things will change. Okay? Things will change. It's like you will experience a moment that you feel like there's a that the black, a black veil has been taken off from your eye that you have never seen before. 
you see things differently. You say, whoa, now I understand this. I, now I understand my own mind, what this mind is doing. See, for example, one other thing. When people, so I'm going to draw from one of my examples or, or experience that I have ahead. So let's say somebody don't like you. Your, your, especially your family or your relative, your sibling, your children. And, you know, they call you hurtful name. Right? They, they say something that is very hurtful to you. Okay? If you don't understand your own mind, you will react, you and you jump, and you explode like a volcano. Right? That's normal mind. That's normal people. Let's say if somebody, especially, especially the one who... The one who can hurt you the most is the one who is closest to you. Your spouse, your parents, your sibling, your children. They are the one who can hurt you the most. Okay? And they can say something that stick in your mind for a very, very long time. But, that is because you don't understand the mind yet. Once you understand the mind, nothing sticks to it. Once you understand your own mind, nothing can stick to it. It's just like the lotus flower that even, even the rainstorm cannot make the lotus flower wet. It will just roll off. It just roll off the, the lotus flower. It doesn't stick. See? It's the same thing. So, let's say you hear a hurtful word from your spouse from or whoever. Ordinary mind would jump, would react fast, would explode with volcano, with volcanic activity, okay? But an awakened mind is different. The mind who is aware of itself is different. The mind who is, that is aware of itself does not react, does not explode, but it understands. What does it understand? It understands, first of all, that my mind is mine. My peace of mind is mine. There's no need for me to burn myself just because somebody else say, say hurtful word or unpleasant word okay, unpleasant look or whatnot, just because of that. My peace of mind is mine. It's very important to myself. And there's no need for me to jump. See, that's an, an awakened mind. There's no need for me to react because other people, which is even yeah, your spouse, your kids, your parents, they, they are other people, okay? They're not you. They say things, yeah. Mm -hmm. But your peace of mind is within you. So that's the very first thing the awakened mind does. It is aware of itself that it wants to be at peace. So it does not react. That's first of all. Secondly, it also knows that the source of those hurtful words is hurting itself. 
if the words come from your spouse, your spouse is hurting herself or himself. Before the words come out, it's already burning inside them. Okay, their head is already stressed. Their temperature already rise. Before the word come out, you see. That's a, that's the second things that an awakened mind can understand. And when that is understood, the awakened mind step back, do not respond, and say, "Okay, let's just settle down." And we can talk about it later. Or I'm sorry that I get you upset or I get you mad. Maybe you misunderstand me, right? So it's not worth to have this argument. It's destroying the peace that we all love to have. That. What an awakened mind would do or and say. See, so you have to learn this. You have to practice this. Okay, so you have to know. Okay, this mind here has its habit that you have to keep watch. And of course, there are other factors in keeping your mind at peace that you have to learn to keep control. But after a while, you don't have to. You don't need to control. It becomes your nature of a peaceful person. Once you understand the mental activities, once you understand how your mind works. And then you can release yourself from all of this suffering, all of this uh, pleasure, pleasure chasing, the bondage that humanity is involved in. Okay, peace of mind is what you want. Okay, and I have covered. Extensively in many of my previous podcasts, if you want to know, then you can go back and listen to some of them about the mind, the interactive mind, the ego mind, the mind faculties, what they are, the unwholesome faculties, and the wholesome faculties. That we all possess, our default mind, the mind that we are born with, which is ignorance. Everyone born as ignorant people, unfortunately, until the Buddha discovered the path and leave it to us to follow, which is very fortunate. Otherwise, me included. Would be living in the dark, without knowing my own mind, my without knowing my own ego, egoic emotion. And I would be, I would probably be jumping and reacting to all kinds of emotion, to all kinds of world activity, uh, uh, events. That happen all the time around me, to all the stuff that comes at me. Without Buddha teaching, I would react this like this, react like that, jump like a monkey from one emotion to the next, being mad, upset, angry, and all that. Like I have described in my book, A New Me. Boy, that's why every night. When I go to sleep, I always, you know, bow to the Buddha and say, "Buddha, I thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for leaving me the precious lesson. 
I can never repay the Buddha. But what I can do is to keep giving what the Buddha has left to us and give continue the 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 giving to new generation because each generation has new language that the Dharma has to be uh, translated into the genera- into the generation's language. Okay? There's no way people can understand Pali language these days. So, yeah. That's what I like to share with you all today. Okay? About money. That it can help in a certain degree. But money cannot eliminate suffering from people's mind. Okay? Millionaires have committed suicide. Rich celebrities have committed suicide. Okay? It's because they don't understand their own mind. So, understand the mind. Okay? You cannot run away from your own mind. Once you understand it, you become, in today's language, your mind's BFF, best friend forever. For that, Namaste. Y'all have a good day.